Jeff Wilson here. I'm back <laughs> after the last three seasons of the Parable series, the Parables of Plant Medicine, which I absolutely love doing. I started to see a division in my family and my friends, and even from strangers who they all weren't interested in these mind-altering substances with regards to their own evolution and healing. And I started to feel bad and thinking that, oh, it's too bad you didn't see the value in what we were doing. And I thought and I wished for something that they could do without these external substances. This season is for you. Welcome to the parables of breathwork. Here you will hear stories from people who just by breathing in specific ways were able to feel sadness leave their body have spectacular visions that akin to a psychedelic or spiritual experience yet in a more controlled and gentle way i personally had my own experiences i did alicia jane's conscious connected breathwork course i did eight of ten sessions and was absolutely blown away and crying and laughing at the same time oftentimes at the end of those sessions it's an amazing thing that requires you not to fly out to the Amazon or to go take some things that you might have an adverse reaction to. Breathwork will help you with the healing and evolution that you need in the most gentle of ways. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for me. And I'm excited for us to go on this journey together. Welcome to season four of the Parables series, The Parables of Breathwork. Jeff Wilson here with Jenny Enos. Jenny, I am. <laughs> I thought you said it wouldn't matter how I said it. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jenny and I met. Oh, I shouldn't do this to us. Should I? A lifetime ago? Oh, Two lifetimes ago? Yeah, yeah. Probably um, more than it, that, it, considering <laughs> our journeys, Jeff. Yeah, I hear you. Um, <laughs> So just to give a little bit of background for why I'm so excited to have you on the board, because you find that sometimes strangers that become good friends trickle into your life at the strangest times. And I met you my first um, day or first week at uh, Business Objects, uh, now SAP. And uh, and I remember whenever you're, you're in IT or in um in uh, you know, information technology, whether it's on the technical side, whether it's on the partner side, whether it's IT, and you're a woman, it, you have to be very diplomatic and very, very good at boundaries. Because <laughs> we, uh, we're like, <laughs> who's that girl? And he's like, oh, that's Jenny. She's great. John Feldman is amazing at at at, at boundaries because he'd always say all these beautiful things and then kind of look at you with that look in his eye. And so I remember saying <laughs> hi to you and then you disappeared uh, from my life forever until um you started talking about asking it is given the book by abraham hicks as you were reaching out mm. to your big client base and and they were answering questions and i was like oh i remember jenny i i want to tell a story about that too and many of my listeners will know uh i started waking up at four in the clock four o'clock in the morning 
And I started doing one of the practices, which is asking his room, but be grateful for it and see it has already happened. And so mm. my mantra has been since that, that moment and that book, I'm grateful for and I attract even more love. So I may share mm. it with you. I change it to I am love now so I can yeah. magnetize and, and, and get the vibration a little bit differently. And so we're connecting at these interesting points. And then I'm like, I don't have anybody else for my breathwork stuff. And I'm like, I wonder if Jenny's done it. And here we are. Welcome to the Parables <laughs> of Breathwork. Oh, Jeff, thank you so much for inviting me. I'm super happy to connect with you. I love your energy and I'm very excited to be here with you and see where this conversation is going to take us. Yes. Well, make sh let, let's do this first. Let's talk about uh, your experiences in breathwork um mm. and and where you started from where you've gotten to and 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 just because that's sort of the topic and then we can go off into little different areas after that you, you've done breath sure. before yeah yeah so it's really interesting when you reached out to me um and and um so i first did breath work as as something called breathwork uh, back in when I was in Vancouver back, it was around 2012 wow. and I was doing this workshop, super intense workshop called the uh, the mastery of self-expression. Mm. And I'm going to give a little bit of background because I think some people get into breathwork, you know, there's al always different paths that, you know, we, people get into certain things, but yeah, there is Wim Hof, uh, uh, there's a lot of di different variation, right? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes with breathwork, some people do it to release some trauma as well. Yes. Now, I was doing this workshop of, um, as I said, Master of Self-Expression, super intense, Friday night till Sunday. And it's actually a workshop that was um, created in LA for actors. Yeah, it sounds like And it, it was taken, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can imagine it was uh, very much all about self-expression and moving into all sorts of different um, aspects of yourself, tapping into anger, tapping into love, tapping into all these things. And um, during that time, and I had, it had been suggested to me by a therapist I was seeing for some PTSD. And um, she said, hey, you, you, you explore this. And this guy, they brought up this guy from LA. I do not remember the name of this teacher that he came up specifically to do the breathwork portion, which is maybe two, three hours mm. on the Sunday. Mm. And I loved it. It was so transformative. We were on the ground with people we didn't even necessarily know. Mm. It just took me to these different places. And a couple of months later, the, the people that were running this workshop said, hey, we're going to bring up the breathwork practitioner up again because a lot of people loved it. Would you like to come and, you know, participate again? And I said, yes. And I went, and again, it was just two, three hours of this breath work. I don't remember the style of it. <laughs> but what happened, it was, and I'd been doing a lot of med meditation before that. And what happened is I got into this place. I remember I got into this place through the breath work and I very clearly heard coaching. Mm. And so that's when I, re and I've had, like, I, I've, I have these beautiful stories for Breathwork that I really want to share with you that are very different. But that was my first experience with official kind of Breathwork. And that then actually 
It was so clear, it was literally like hearing the calling that then I went and explored coaching and, you know, the rest is history and that's probably a different story. That was my first initiation with breathwork. Amazing. Yeah, it's just the clarity, right, that came through. Yeah, it feels to me like you could probably coach on anything you wanted to if you watched it for an hour, but what do you think, what do you consider yourself a coach of? Oh, well, I actually went and got, um, I'm a professionally um, trained coach, uh-huh. human development. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's based on neuroscience and neurolinguistic programming and positive oh, psychology. It. So I've trained in all that. And now I'm an internationally accredited coach with the ICF. And I, I focus on the higher levels of human development and really awakening the consciousness and, and, and uh when I say higher, it's not a hierarchy. It's mm. just an understanding the difference between who we're being and what we're doing. And mm. I help people focus on who they're being uh, and who they uh, need to be and embody. Like you said earlier on, I am love. Mm. That's very different. Then I am Having... grateful for love or I want love. <laughs> right? Yes like, it's, yes, like it's something separate from you, you know? Yeah. It's the difference between people believing in source and God and knowing source. Yeah. Slash God. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding, right? And and, and, <laughs> and, and and knowing it is not an external thing. It's an inside thing. It's actually and knowing that it's inside you, the divinity, right? Exactly. It's what the ancients call gnosis in Greek, gnosis, G-N-O-S-I-S, as opposed to knowledge that we're acquiring from you know books or certifications and there's nothing wrong with that but there's the difference that you're talking about i love it uh and uh thank you for the work you do thank you for reaching out in the, in the ways that you do because you have such a wide grasp um even though you're in australia um that uh you hit me when i was able to talk about um the book from abraham hanks and that kind of stuff and uh and it just feels again like our tribe are people that are connecting to source again and connecting to mother earth and realizing that uh that news is all probably propaganda and it's all a distraction anyway to the change that's occurring at a global level within the planet itself and outside of the planet and that which does not serve the planet will disappear and that which does serve it will remain so it's a very interesting Mm -hmm. existential battle Hi, it's Jeff Wilson. Um, listen, if you've done the breath work and you've healed some of that trauma, if you've done the plant medicines and you've healed through some of that trauma, I want to introduce you to Cecilia Angel. She, out of all the coaches I've had in my life, has had the most profound impact on me spiritually. And I'm just going to repeat back what I remember texting her after I had completed one of her practices. I spent six months working with her and uh, I'm a very difficult person to work with. And she is absolutely incredible at helping you discover why you're here at helping you discover your spiritual gifts. Those little tiny things that you know that you're good at are the reason that you exist on this plane here today and how to build them up and connect you the right way. I wrote her a text, uh, probably about the fifth month we were together working. 
and I was doing uh, a centering meditation that she teaches. And I was sitting there connecting uh, to the heavens and connecting to the earth. And as I normally do in my meditations, I, um, I get distracted as we all do. And I'm trying to bring my brain back. But this question came to my mind. This question came to my mind out of nowhere. And, and I was curious because I was like, why are we as humans the bridge between the fatherly heaven or heaven and Mother Earth? Why are we the bridge between God and Mother Earth? And as I said that, during the centering meditation, this loud voice boomed into my head. And it said, it is through you that I can love her better. It is through you that I can love her more beautifully. Tears started streaming down my face, and I realized that that was the most powerful voice I'd ever heard in my life. And probably the best reason to care for this planet. We are the custodians of it. And if you'd like to have communication similar to that, or if you'd like to start to uncover your spiritual gifts or be able to do things that somewhere in the back of your mind you've always thought possible but were never had a coach strong enough or more powerful enough or more patient enough to help you, reach to Cecilia Angel. She will be on this podcast, uh, The Parables of Breathwork. She was on The Parables of Plant Medicine. I highly recommend her services. She has absolutely changed my life for the better. And out of all the coaches I've had, she's had the most impact. And thanks for being a fan of The Parables of Breathwork. I just want to say that I just love Abraham. Abraham changed my life. I just, I love Abraham. Oh, I just, <laughs> I love them. You know, I just, oh, they just changed my life. That's again a whole other story, but you brought them up and I just really wanted to to express that. I cannot hear Abe's name and not express the love that I have for them and for Esther and Jerry. And, yeah, Esther uh, and Jerry, that's your channel. Yeah. 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 And, and I, and I love uh, the fact that we early, and we won't talk about it publicly, but our, but our commonality, with some of the things similar that Esther and Jerry do now between us, which is this amazing thing. Um, having said that, and uh, I honor that as well, and uh, I'm so happy for those books that you read that give you something to do, and then you do it, and it instantly works. And that book, Asking, it, it is given. And I didn't finish it. Jenny, like I only went to the thing that worked for me and I put it down and then I gave it to my cousin because it was time for that thing to go to someone that needed it more, right? Well, they always say words don't teach. We have to learn. Life teaches us, but we have to we have to take this knowledge and then look, apply it and look, is this true? Mm. What's happening, you know? Mm. Yeah. So and as we develop and start to evolve, uh, like I, when I wrote the book, Evolve, the Parables of Plant Medicine, when I'm doing these psychedelic plant medicines and going into ayahuasca and it's hitting you at levels that are uncomfortable, and then you sit there and you're like, my ayahuasca experience of sitting there and uh, and I'm seeing Mama Aya and it's crazy and there's it's a Yawanawa tribe uh, from Amazon, one of the best known tribes out there, and they don't let you sit in your trauma. 
they they sing and dance and get you off your feet while you're in the ayahuasca state which no other tribe does that and they do it and they're like no we're going to get you singing and dancing everybody turns into an angel it's crazy but before i got to there or or, or after i couldn't move for for four hours lying on the thing and this 14 year old girl is singing in that what's the amazon language called oh no over and over and over again and i'm i'm like I want to yell, stop, stop. I can't move. Stop it. Stop. And I'm in my head. I'm losing it. Right. As we, as most everybody has at a point, we, we don't do anything on our face, but I'm sitting there and then, and I can't move. And I'm like, why can't he move? I can't even go to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. And then I'm sitting there and I was like, ah, and then the voice goes in. It's like, um, what are you so mad about? And I'm like, well, I can't move. And I want her to shut up. And like, what's she doing? She's trying to heal all these people lying down on this ground. <laughs> and she's like, and then the voice is like, so she's trying to heal these people. What's wrong with you? Is it, oh, I got to get out of my own way, don't I? <laughs> and, I can, and I can immediately move. And I went to the bathroom and I sat mm -hmm. at the fire for the next four hours with my heart as, oh. as big as it could be. And so, yeah, there's these crazy things starting to happen. I'm getting the feeling that there's possibly a different type of breath work that you've done since the acting slash non-acting course. Yeah. Yeah. I've done, so I've done a, a number of different breath um, modalities. Is that the right way to, or rhythms, yeah, you know, there's different, there's different style. Yeah. Style. Someone recently said to me, you know, what style do you practice? And I said, well, I don't, it's, it's not particular style and I don't want to take away anything from these amazing teachers, but I've just been focusing on what's coming up, you know, in, in a course or, uh, or um, you know, the Wim Hof method I'm familiar yep. with. Yep. I'm, I'm familiar with a number of different other methods, so to speak. One of the most, uh, I think I have had some amazing experiences with it. And it's really interesting. Um, would you like me to share one? one of those, yes, like, please. That's why we're blown. here. Oh, my God. Mind blown. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so so that was kind of like the first one, but you know, as you said, there's been other ones, and I think um, there's maybe two that I really kind of like want to share with you. One was I was on my on the table of my acupuncturist, and I love her; she's amazing. She's in Vancouver, and she is so in tune with energy. And it was really interesting. And again, I'm going to give a little bit of a backstory because I was I spent some time in Hawaii with my sister and my nieces. We used to meet there. It was kind of like halfway. Mm, yeah. And then I came back from Hawaii. And while I was in Hawaii, the last morning, actually, I, I, I had um, a panic attack. I don't have panic attacks. Mm. I've never had them before. It was very interesting. I think this was somehow connected, but I'm not sure. That's why I'm kind of sharing it. Okay my own style of breath work at the time, which was three in and eight, um, the total of eight, three in, five out, three in, five out continuously. Oh, that's okay. So and, that's very much like the one that I do right now, which is called continuous conscious breath work. So yeah, that's very similar. Okay, cool. This is what I'm finding, right? So I, I'm finding that I've come across different ways of breathing from different modalities or schools. And then, hey, someone is actually it's called breath work, you know. Anyway, I was very good at that and I had I, I was just feeling really high and I had this appointment with my acupuncturist and I went in there and I said to her, okay, well, you know, usually it might be something like I had a knee problem or whatever. And I said to her, I got, I feel fantastic. 
I feel amazing. And I'm here because I know that with you, I can feel even more. There's more things to open up in me. And I just said to her, you do what you feel like doing. And mm. so I lay on the bed, she, you know, she, she tuned in and she did, I don't know exactly what it is because I'm not an acupuncturist, but I remember her, she said, I'm going to call this, it, it, she called it a mandala. It was mm. something yeah. and it was a mandala, right? Or mandala, depending on how you speak it. And I do think that is definitely connected. Yes. And what I do all the time when I'm on my acupuncturist's bed, I ask her, what should I focus on? And usually if there's, you know, this, it's usually with the breathing. And I, so she just said, just breathe, just breathe. And I said, okay. So I like to have that because then it quietens my mind, right? Mm. And so I started and she puts music on. It's usually like the Dalai Lama chanting or something that's very, it's beautiful and no lyrics, right? Unobtrusive, but tuned in at a nice frequency. And she usually leaves me for like 45 minutes. So I started breathing and I was just focusing my breathing down into my womb. That's my hope. And, of course, that is a, that is breath work. That is abdominal breathing, right? Like breathing through. Yeah. And, again, this is wasn't me thinking I'm doing breath work. This is just me <laughs> yeah. focusing on my breathing and doing it in the way that felt the best for me. Mm. And it was this continual breathing. And I was focusing, just breathing into my womb and back out and breathing in and out. And then I just started having these feelings in my body. I was, comp- I went into complete flow. And I don't know if, yeah, I mean, that's probably another conversation. When someone goes into, when you go into complete flow, there's very little mind chatter. There's very little, mm. ca- like that kind of level of thinking. It's calm. And it's calm in there. And, but I just felt the like every single one of my cells was dancing and alive and vibrating and expanding. And there was no edge between where I was internally, who I was at the end of my skin, nothing. I just expanded. And I was, I was just so in so much pleasure. My body, I, I noticed my body was beginning to arch. I be, my body was like my hips are moving, you know, like when someone's in ecstasy when you're making love, right, <laughs> with someone. And that was the moment, and yet it lasted for 45 minutes. No climax, no what we know is like, you know, the physical sexual climax. Right, but almost was, like that tantric, like you're in foreplay, but in a non-physical way throughout. And, exactly. And yeah, interesting. And physical. But, yeah, and there was no, there's no meaning associated it was just pure ecstasy uh, i could cool. tell my body was writhing i my neck started going up you know again like someone's in the throes of passion right but my breathing was still the same mm. but my whole every cell was at a different level and so this was got this went on for like this, this didn't stop this went on for like 40 about 45 minutes and she comes in back into the room because this is the, you know, this is the practice. She comes back into the room and they take the needles out. But usually she always comes back into the room softly and she came back into the room and she was just like, whoa. <laughs> she felt the energy. She went to put her hands on me and she moved back. Because mm. usually they do some attunement, some adjusting. Yeah. And I just, I like, I looked and I had this beautiful 
beautiful big smile on my face and I said to her can you feel it she said yeah I can feel it and she said I'm not there's nothing for me to do here she just took the needles out and I went home I walked home on air and it wasn't until that night when I was journaling and I usually journal like full of appreciation all the wonderful things I milk all the wonderful things that have mm. occurred experienced in my day and I started journaling and as I was writing what was what I what had happened to me that's when it hit me and I was like oh my god I was in ecstasy it was like one of those tantric continuing orgasms but this is what hit me this is the interesting i mean it was all it was very connected with the breathwork that i was doing and this is what also hit me i said that was mary magdalene and jesus making love through me wow i knew that was clear and i had I want to also say that I had been exploring the energy of the Christ mind and Jesus and Jesus was often coming into me in my coaching uh um and knowing that I am one and knowing that Mary Magdalene was his probably number one disciple and that they were uh, in my mind they were they were like they all oh, they're the ultimate power couple they they're lovers in every sense of the word even way beyond the just the human three-dimensional way that we speak of lovers and that's when yeah i was as i was journaling i'm like that's what happened and it's definitely the uh, connected with the mandala the breathwork i was doing into my womb and that was jesus and mary magdalene making love through me in uh-huh. ecstasy Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just speechless what what a a moment to experience uh, in something that probably never ever really eat, leaves you and and it it it, it brightens you up for ever right and now yeah. you get to share your light and light other people's candles which is i know you're doing it it's amazing had a feeling like there was something more to life and you haven't experienced it yet have you ever wondered about the potential of humanity have you ever felt crippled or stuck by deep sadness have you ever wanted to try plant medicines and wanted the change that you see in others but you haven't been able to find a place to do it safely or scared hey i'm jeff i'm the host of this podcast and there's a big reason why i changed this from the parables of plant medicine to season 4 being the parables of breathwork is because in my experience it's gentler 
than plant medicines. Every single time tears came to my eyes and I actually felt sadness leave me. And there were two out of the eight times that I practiced where I had incredible psychedelic experiences, dreamlike states that occurred when we're doing this. Um, my dear friend and uh, breathwork coach Alicia Jane is always doing these constant connected breathwork courses. Uh, and I highly recommend that you jump into the next one you have. Reach out to her directly. She's on there. She's the first season, first person on the podcast. Uh, if you want to connect with her and uh, just know that uh, it is more powerful than you'll believe. And uh, take my word for it. Um, you don't need platinum medicines yet. You need breath work. I think people have heard my my story but to compare it and uh it's a little bit strange i don't think i'm gonna go through that part of the story but if you want to hear mine you can listen to chastity my girlfriend who experienced the portal opening in my kitchen and because it's cool when i go i want to see what you experience because when you have a shared psychedelic or spiritual experience mm -hmm. then that's i want to be like oh i gotta i gotta talk to you so i just want to talk to you a little bit about the meditation that i did this week which mm. i don't want to say it's similar um because my goodness what an amazing experience you to have but connecting to to source is a lot easier than people think and so i've been training oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i've been training to do that for six months and, and I, honestly mm. i just i just fought it i was in my way the whole time until the fifth month and then it just started i love doing it now mm. and it was interesting because uh, I shared this with a few coaches. I wasn't ready to put it onto the podcast until now. I was doing a centering meditation where I put my energy to the source and I go into stars. I actually go way into stars, but that God, and then right into the crystalline level of the earth. And I connected through an energy rod from my back right to both areas. When it connects, mm -hmm. it sends energy into my heart. And then uh, we've connected. Uh, Watson, can you hear me? We now have a, a call to the mother. And so Halloween is an interesting time for us spiritual people um, because the veil is so thin that yeah. uh, crazy things could happen. And it felt like Valentine's Day to me, not Halloween. Maybe just because there's candy, mm. candy involved. But I started sending hearts up to God. And, uh, and, and he smiled and he's like, thank you, but send him to your mother. So, so, <laughs> so, so he's funny, right? <laughs> so he sends him back through my heart, right down to the crystalline, into the mother, mother, mother earth has got these hearts and she starts hitting him with these crystals and lights and turns him into roses and they turn yellow. And I'm like, oh, cool. And she's like, send this back to your father. So I send up this, this yellow, and they start to turn golden when they come through me. And I send it back up to God. And I'm like, that was so cool. And he goes, wait. This one's for you. And he puts a golden rose in the center of my heart. And I can't even talk. I'm like, what? I was trying to give you guys less stuff. And, and I, I immediately videotaped my reaction. I sent it to my coaches and I was like, thank you. Right. And so yeah. these experiences are not just for us and everyone needs to have them. Let yeah. Jenny help you understand what breathwork <laughs> is. Find someone in your field that will teach you how to release trauma or activate spiritual gifts or whatever through 
the breathwork. I I love that story so much, and I and I want to say thanks so much for for being here and sharing it, being a bigger part of my community. I want to connect some more with the stuff that we're doing, um, and maybe can mm-hmm. help me do some things as well. But if people want to get a hold of you and uh, connect with you, what's the best way to do it? Or are you even taking any clients right now? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, I am actually, and I and I come up with different programs at different times as well. So I can get like I can take it really down to the practical as well, level as well, which I want to share another uh, story with you on a practical level if if you if we have time. But in terms of connecting with me, people can find me on jennyzenos.com, J E N Y xenos.com and they can send me messages there i mean i'm on also, i'm on most of the socials insta facebook and uh, and linkedin as well but uh yeah you can also just go straight to my website as well every woman that i failed to give an orgasm to is probably listening to this and can't wait to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> I want to have you on. Uh, <laughs> I want to have you on at a different time. We got to we got to stick to a certain time frame. But I, I I want you back on this year to share that episode. We've got about four more episodes on, so I want you to end this year's season as people get to know you with those stories, Jenny. I'm so happy to oh, reconnect Jeff, with you. Thank you. I'm absolute. It's hard not to fall in love with the way you tell a story. Like I was just sitting there, and and I and I can tell you're trained, but it also comes from the heart because your voice changed there, and I just I went in closer yeah. to listen to to what you were saying, <laughs> and uh, it reminds me of how. I need to slow down and communicate better in such a loving, incredible way that it's not Thank so much. You. Yeah, you're welcome. It's not so much what you say; it's how you say it, and if so, and if somebody's listening. <laughs> well talk about listening i really want to thank you for listening and for inviting me and to thank thank all your listeners as well um you know sending out lots of love to them whenever they listen to it yes yeah, i can feel mm. it and i know they'll feel it and hopefully mm. we won't crash any servers as they uh <laughs> start to reach out <laughs> but uh yes thank you so much for being on and you're not our stories aren't done we're gonna have you on for a, a second one but i'm gonna talk to you in the off season because maybe there's some things we can do together uh to help each other out as well but uh it is yeah, an absolute sure. it is an absolute delight and pleasure to have you on thanks so much uh happy friday um, happy weekend enjoy australia it's australia wait, wait saturday morning there yeah, Saturday morning here. Yeah, so just yeah, happy days, right? And nights, wherever everybody is, wherever anybody is. Happy days and nights. Uh, uh, thank you so much for being on, Jenny. Um, let's talk. Oh, in the thank next, you, Jeff. In the next couple thank of weeks, you, thank you. and I'll let you know if I get to Australia anytime soon. I'll make a special trip to Sydney just to hang out and do some breath work with you. Oh, that would be fantastic. I am totally up for that. Yeah, that's a date. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Jenny. Okay. Bye for now. Bye-bye. With thoughtless breath, instant bliss returns, instant infinity. infinity. Are you trying to get a message out there that you believe is important, but it doesn't seem to have the impact that it needs for people to pay attention? Listen, you're not alone. I believe I have a powerful message, and I am so happy that I enlisted the services of James Donison, uh, Jim Jam Pro, uh, to do the audio and the editing of the parables of plant medicine, the parables of breath work, because he's brilliant, his brilliant creativity brings life to my words. 
And if you have a podcast that doesn't seem to have the impact that it wants and you want it to have more impact, he's the guy. Yeah, he's in Australia. Yeah, he's one of my best friends. And yes, he is the most creative person I have ever known. If you want to start something, if you want to make your voice heard as we start to compete against everything that's trying to take our attention, this is an attention-based economy. Make sure you enlist the services of Jim Jam Pro, Jimmy Donison, and James Donison, one of my best friends, and you'll make sure you're not at the bottom of that pile of messages are out there. If you have something to say that's important, make sure it's heard. Reach out to Jim Jam Productions. And uh, yeah, uh, as you can hear on this podcast, he does a heck of a job. Thank you.